Hello and welcome to Home is Where Hallmark Is. This is episode five. You're listening to us on ChairShot Radio, available on ChairShot.com. We're back to Chesapeake Shores, season two. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I am joined by my lovely and darling friend, Amber. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Maybe. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Okay, you told me there was something funny you were saving for the show, so. Okay, so, I had to cook dinner earlier, so, Uh for some reason. I don't know why I'm already laughing, I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) My smoke alarms are very, very sensitive, and they're hardwired, so you can't take out the battery. Well, my husband is still working at this point, Mm -hmm. so I'm cooking, just minding my own business, and they start going off. So I've got potatoes boiling. I've got chicken in the oven. And I'm trying to make mac and cheese for Kinsey. Mm-hmm. And here I am in my living room with a broom fanning the alarm so it'll quit going off so he can work while I'm trying to deal with the oven being on and all this stuff. And there's mm-hmm. not even any smoke. Like, there's no smoke. There's nothing. So I'm like yelling at Kenzie, which she's got an abscess tooth. We've had I've had her at the the um urgent care. She's feeling mm-hmm. better, but she's still like kind of laying around. I'm yelling at her, go turn the oven off. And she's like, Well, how do I do that? And I said, There's a big red button that says off. <laughs> As I continue to fan the smoke detector, so it'll quit going off. Oh my god. I've got my back door open, windows up, everything still going off. It went off three times. And you can't take the battery out because it's a newer house and it's hardwired. Right. So there's no like stopping it. And I'm telling you, like the least little bit will set mm-hmm. it off. So I haven't decided how my day is yet. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you, but that's fine. I mean, it's kind of funny because here I am in my PJs with a broom, back door open of my house, trying to air it out, waving this broom across the smoke detector so it'll stop. So I'm sure my neighbors drove by and were like, what is all this? Those leaves, the (laughs) the area just went to heck when they moved in. I was like, oh my God. So that's how my day, plus it's the end of the month and I work in billing, so that's just a whole. (laughs) That's a whole other bowl of worms there. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's how my last hour and a half has been. (laughs) My day's been, (laughs) my day's been pretty quiet, thankfully. A lot of catching up on things. Um, Like I was telling you, I work the local elections. I had some training for that. Getting there took longer than the actual course. But I passed my test, so that's good. I kind of rushed it, so I got too long. But that's all right. People are, like, so loud. I just wanted to, like, like what we're supposed to be doing the test. I just wanted to, like, get out of there. Excuse that me. Just, excuse me. Excuse me. My nose is so stuck still. Well, it's all this uh, weather. So, yeah. But then it was fine. It was fine. I came home and did some, did some things. But now... We're going to visit our friends. At Chesapeake Shores. 
We met some new characters this season. We have. Yeah, we did. Ooh, I apologize for the noise. I keep dropping my. I keep dropping my mouth. Mouse. I'm gonna go on record right now and say that my favorite. New, so we met four new characters. We had. Um, we meet Sarah, right? Who's right. played by Jessica Sipos. We meet Simon, who's played by uh, Oliver Rice. And then Douglas Peterson. Um, yes. He was in by, a little was, bit less. He was in, yeah, he was in a little less, but we love him, so we're mentioning him. Um, played by Victor Webster. And then Danielle was played, that was her name, right? Danielle, who was played by, I had it right here, so of course I lost it. Danielle. Britt Irvin. Britt Irvin, yeah. So, Sarah, obviously. I'll be honest, I didn't like her at first. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I realized, I didn't Please, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll just say this really, really quickly. I realize I'm the cranky one on you, right? I'm like, no, I am. I am. It's true. I'm like, but I did when she came. When she first came in, obviously. Okay, so we meet her, and I thought, you know, it was funny when she gave them the ticket for the bonfire, and she had a phone number on the back, and the whole you didn't call, didn't call, whatever. I just, even though we learned her story about how she was a widow, so this is her second marriage. Well, I mean, we all know they get married by a second right. marriage and such i just felt like she took it to the extreme and i never watched game of thrones and i don't actually know where it started but her whole hair did it remind you of the girl from game of thrones dana didn't whatever i gotta send you a picture if you, if you look Khaleesi? at it, you look like, yeah Khaleesi. yeah sort of i don't know but she was a real mm-mm-mm. Yeah, she was. I didn't. I didn't particularly like her at first. As it went later on, I kind of liked her a little bit more. But at first, and I kind of felt like she's a, she's a firefighter, correct? Yes. Okay. So I kind of felt like they had her two made up for a firefighter. Like she needed to be a little bit more. She looked like she should have been taking pictures as a model instead of being a firefighter. Does that make sense? No, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that brings me back to my point to the hair. You know, she always had, I mean, I wish I had hair like that. My hair is, I look a hot mess. But her hair was always very, not elaborate, but very, listen, I know female firefighters, you know, you know, see them all the time. So, you know, a lot of beautiful, very, you know, fit women. So that's, you know, that's spot on. But yeah, there was something about her appearance and that was so like at a place to her her job with the rest of the guys like were very like, you know, in their uniforms, but very like Chicago fire. There's a lot of women firefighters on there. They do very well by making them all look very realistic. Even the males. They look very realistic. But I felt like she literally had, like, a lot of, like, hairspray on her hair and stuff like that. And I just didn't feel like, I just didn't buy it at first. And I felt like they were kind of forcing 
I didn't either. Like Kevin and her, mm-hmm. a little bit, like, I didn't feel like it was as natural. No, it wasn't, and I think that was the way they had her, like, she was so, you know, tough, which is fine, of course, you're a fire woman, or even a fireman, fire person, you know, you have this, a certain demeanor, you have to be able to handle many, many things as a first responder, of course, but I, I didn't, I didn't think there was any, I'm, I don't know where you are, I, well, no, I do, because you said you just watched season three, episode one, I'm in the beginning of four, and I actually watched last night's new episode. <laughs> new episode, I just want to know what was going on, and I'm still like, eh, you know, on her, I mean, I don't, I don't dislike her as much as I still dislike Jess, but, you know, we'll get to that later, um, but yeah, the, in the beginning, there was just, her look, and the, her, her attitude was just so, and even, so they made, for me, they made her so harsh, that even when we learned her sad background, you were like, okay. Yeah, she was very, yeah, she was very, very harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, she was mean to Kana, so, like, I get that. Don't be mean to Kana. And Kana is my favorite person. I know. Speaking of Kana, he had Danielle, his love interest, um, throughout on and off through season two. I didn't like that to begin with. Like, in a different way that I didn't like. Sarah, like, you just knew you shouldn't trust that character? I don't know. I never really had a lot of inclination about her. Um, I liked her the first season, I felt like. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she wasn't on there for very long. No. But I think they kind of just brought her in so he had a love interest. Right. And I hate that law firm he was working for. I hated it. It was not him. I would like really hated it. <laughs> the whole thing about the suit. I know. And I like hated it. I was like, that is not Connor. That is not Connor. And I do not like it. No. And they were like, I just, I was so happy when he finally quit. <laughs> I I was too, because the, um, the law firm definitely was. I'm sure there's law firms and businesses. Well, there are there there businesses that just suck the soul out of out of everybody. But I'm glad that I really feel like that's where his character development has started. You know, um, that he, no. uh, he he wants to be a lawyer. He always says, "Oh, it's about the, you know, it's about money or you know, things like that." But he realized that he didn't want to be that, you know, that type of lawyer. Danielle even said it to him, like, basically, like, they were soulless, you know, and he saw it, too, when the old other gentleman, like, retired, and everybody just kind of went back to work, and he had this impression, like, Connor wanted to, like, make him, but didn't. It was sad, yeah. And then... Now he's working for Thomas. Right. And his relationship with Nick in season two. How did you feel about that? Um, I feel like they're gotten closer, but I feel like this whole Thomas thing is going to throw that for the, is not going to help. Right. Um, and I don't understand the whole trust thing. It's that land. I know that's what it is. And Mick has primary decision making, but Thomas has, I guess, Partial ownership. Mm-hmm. 
did we ever find out what Mick was going to do with the land? Because nobody said yeah. anything. I have to go back and like check some reviews because I know. So I know that. Do you remember the part where Connor brings Mick and Douglas the final offer? And he's like, if you don't accept this, we have two more lawsuits. And Mick goes to Connor and is like, oh, you might want to look it over again because they saw something in the documents. And there was yeah. some there was some clause that I don't, really, I don't remember it. I didn't really understand it too well. Where it reverts back to like rights in the 1950s. So Connor um, missed it. I got the impression that whatever they were going to do with the land, they were going to develop it, you know, to continue to develop it somehow. Because once they finished that deal, that's when Douglas um, left town. But Mick and his brother did end up coming to some type of, you know, agreement about about different things you know on it but the whole the whole yeah the land thing i don't know either i missed something or i'm just too dumb to have understood <laughs> understood the whole thing but i didn't like the part where he finally kind of finally tells mick that he's working for his uncle and mick is well, well i don't care that you're working for him but i care that you couldn't have told me because what does that say about our relationship when mick is usually a jerk to him you know like he put it all on Kana when it wasn't all Kana's fault yeah yeah it's very confusing I'm gonna have to like look a little bit more into it mm -hmm. and then let's see it started out with Trace getting a he gets arrested at the end of season one yes come to find out there's a warrant for him in Nashville which I didn't know that that accident was even that like, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know that there was legal proceedings. And then it just kind of, like, they worked through it and, like, kind of figured it out fairly quickly, I feel like. And then it was just really weird. I understand why Trace and Abby do not work. Oh, thank you so much. I was going to say that. You know, it doesn't me or did neither one of them. Listen, there's a lot of superstars. There's a lot of entertainers, whatever you want to call them, out there that are not married to people in the business or similar business. You know, and it works. Um, it's probably hard as hell, you know. Um, a normal, you know, relationship is, is not easy. But these two don't want to friggin' compromise for anything. Neither of them. Neither. And I kind of get Abby because she's got two little girls. So she's kind of stuck. But I mean, you had the whole record label mm -hmm. been wanting to get rid of Lee. And then, you know, they couldn't figure out why he couldn't record because he wasn't in love with her anymore. He was in love with uh, Abby. Right. But I mean, I just. I, I the whole why. I was, it's funny. It's funny. I was glad you brought it up because I was going to because I had said to myself, so I've tried mainly to go into this show pretty blind. I mean, obviously, like we keep saying, we see the ads for the new episodes. We know he's gone, right? Right. So, I, but I've tried to say to myself, and I try to go in blind without too many, you know, reading too much about what's, you know, what's coming next. But 
I said to myself, if I watched this from the beginning, or if it was a new show, would I really be rooting for them? Or am I influenced by the fact that I know that he leaves? But more and more, as season two, and now I'm into season three, no spoilers, goes on, I'm like, yeah, I don't see how they ever could have worked out. This is, the pattern just, you know, continues. They both have a lot of decisions to make, and obviously she has the two, the two kids, and she has to worry about her ex-husband, and, you know, all of... Who is a jerk? Well, who, who can be, who can be a jerk, yes, but, you know, it's a lot of, oh, I don't want you to give up your dream, I don't want you to give up your dream, blah, 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 which, which is fine. Um, but they're really, there's like, the communication is not, is non-existent, it seems really like between them. And then of course, when he's in Nashville, you know, they love him and they don't want Lee. And he's going back and forth trying to open the, the bridge. I mean, he's loyal. He really is loyal. He is. He is. Very loyal. Um. I'm not a huge fan of Wes, which is her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. I even wrote down here, I hate him. Because that whole disagreement between him and Trace at Sally's, mm-hmm. it ticked me off really bad. Because it was like, he put her through the ringer last, the season before. Right. Over his, you know, girlfriend that wasn't even his fiance or anything, lost his job, you know, because of insider training and all this stuff. And then tries to, like, tell Abby and Trace, well, you know, no, you lost your right to gripe. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I think there's a few things that don't make sense. I mean, I can understand him wanting to, like, you know, protect his daughters, you know, because they don't give any impression that his daughters don't want to be with him. You know what I mean? Right. So he has, he has that going for him. But just like any show, there's like some things like, you know, like is there something we're missing? Is there some backstory that, you know, they're they're implying? And obviously, I guess, I also too think that he was probably always on some level uh, jealous of Trace. I think he always knew that she was probably, you know, yeah, and he, I'm was, just... he was, you know, excuse me, I keep dropping things, second choice. I'm not excusing, you know, his behavior, but in the terms of them not working out, so, excuse me, so far, excuse me, I'm a horrible person, I really put it more on her, on Abby, than I do on Trace. Like, yeah, because she didn't have to, I don't know. I just, I'm not buying it, and I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I know that, that he's gone. But, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she should have gone out with Douglas. He was by far my favorite. Ooh. Lord have mercy, they need to bring that man back. I mean, I love that man. It's Victor Webster who plays Douglas. And I mm-hmm. actually did a Twitter poll just to see, because there's three guys. Well, there's two right now. There's Evan and Jay, which I haven't mm-hmm. watched the new season, so I do not know. I know Evan's played by a guy that played on One Tree Hill. I see you love him. Yeah, I, I love the, <laughs> the guy. But um, I put, should they bring Douglas back? Want her with Evan or want her with Jay? Forty percent said they wanted her with Evan. Thirty-five percent said Douglas, and then um, 
25% said J. So J don't seem to be very popular. <laughs> so I only watched, all right, we're going to jump ahead to season five here for a second. So I did watch it last night because they were building, I saw the commercials and they were building up some like, uh, something going on with Sarah. And I won't give it away if people haven't watched and anybody actually listens to us. But, um, um, Evan is this rich tech guy um, who apparently came to town to do business with Abby. He's very laid back, uber, you know, uber rich, kind of childish in some ways, has a tragic backstory, kind of like, you know, Batman, he's rich and his parents are dead, you know, and he has all this tech available at his, you know, disposal. I mean, he's a nice guy and blah, blah, blah. And Jay is a local teacher who's also a musician, but whatever. Everybody's like, to Abby, you know he's in love with you, right? And she's like, no, I don't know that. Like, get, girl, get a girl. And, um, but she, like, butts heads with Evan a lot. So I don't, I like Jay. I, I saw one episode, and I'm like, Evan needs to go. Right? And and our girl Stella is like, I said that. She's like, no. I'm like, yes. She's like, um, I don't know. There was something about the character. I don't know why. I just didn't take to him. I thought he was like, so actually what it is now that I say this and I ramble on, is like he doesn't fit the show to me. I guess that might be too why people like him. Like his character is very, very different than anybody I've seen on the show so far. I'm only in, only beginning season four. So I mean, I'm not too far behind. He's very um, playful. He's very whimsical in a lot of ways, you know? He's kind of Peter Panish, you know, like he never grew up in a way, but he's a billionaire, you know, tech person. I'm pretty sure he played the same type of character on One Tree Hill. And it's like, you know, she just broke up with, I don't know how, like, if it was a time jump or in season five, but, you know, like she broke up with Chase, who was like here and there and everywhere and all, you know, all over and traveling, and she didn't want to deal with that. Now you're going to deal with another guy who's, like, all over the place, like, traveling and dealing and dealing and dealing for work. I mean, it's a different industry and whatnot. With a nice, stable guy, right, who clearly adores your children and has this amazing thing called common sense. But that that's just me. I love, like, first impressions, I loved Jay. I didn't like, I didn't like Evan. But bringing us, bring us back to Douglas, it's the, in season two, tell me if I'm wrong, I didn't really feel that AB and Abby. Abby and Trees had any chemistry. Whereas when she was with Douglas, I was like, girl, forget Trace exists. Well, I mean, the guy who plays Douglas is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, girl. I mean, have you seen his Twitter picture? He's like got some gray going on. And oh my I've god, seen, he's gorgeous. I've seen his Christmas movies and some other stuff that he's in. Always been a fan of his. I mean, there's Hallmark movies. He has a few Christmas ones, but, um, excuse me, I keep sniffling. I apologize. Yeah, I love his, I love his movies. I, I've seen a lot of other stuff that he's, he's been in. I, yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's a man's man. Yes, he definitely is. And then, Jason, let's see. Jason's going to listen to this like, what the hell? <laughs> Never talk don't about care. It. No, I know. He's, he's he's in love with um, you know that thing about have you ever if you're ever on TikTok you realize that how guys really feel about Ryan Reynolds. Mhm. That's my husband. He loves Ryan Reynolds. That's his name. Oh <laughs> I love Blake Lively. 
and we all and she's my woman crush and they're married <laughs> see you, you homewreckers yeah we're homewreckers homewreckers but yeah he don't, he doesn't care um, no, I don't. Just funny. Let's see. Kevin, I guess, determined he was going to go back to medical school. Mm-hmm. And then we find out at the end of the season, he's just going to be an EMT, correct? Yes. But we also find out he was accepted to medical school. But by that point, he's decided that that's really not what he wants. He feels that that's what people expected him to do. So Kevin has some growth there, which is good for him. Um, you know, taking some control over over his life. I mean, being an EMT, um, to pick that mm-hmm. over being a doctor, it really shows the type of character that person is. Um, yes. because it's not a high paying job, and it's a very very long hours. Of course, being a doctor is long hours, but it's just it kind of with the being a doctor, you're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Pay there with the EMTs, they don't make much more. <laughs> that right. really kind of shows the type of person that that Kevin is. <clears throat> and then, of course, we've got our favorite sister. The farther it goes along, the less I like her. Jess. Yes. So okay, so we had the whole um, time capsule that Brie had, had buried, and they opened that. So there was two things with just the time capsule, right? Um, but before that, they were showing the home video. The girls were getting ready for school. So they were having, they were showing all the videos, and she storms out, of course, because she thinks she doesn't have any. And, um, you know, she ends up having another blow-up with her mother about how she doesn't have them and, and whatnot. And I get it. I get it. I do. But she's constantly running to everybody. Listen, we all have problems, right? I, I might come to you and be like, her. I feel like every exactly. one of them enable every, her in exactly. some type of way mm-hmm. to be the way she is. She's, mm-hmm. And I understand she's angry with the mother, but she is super mean. Like, she's really Very mean, mean to her. And she's trying. Like, Very she's trying mean. to help her with that website, and she doesn't even know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. It's like she... This wasn't really a redeemable season um, redeemable season for her. She acts like a baby throughout the whole thing. Even when her siblings um, try to, like, you know, talk to her about it. She's, like, very defensive, and she runs off. And she's constantly, constantly stopping talking to everybody. I yeah. don't, I guess David, like, helps her, um, grow up, but <laughs> I don't know. And finding out he was, like, some Vanderbilt or something, I guess is what they would consider it, like, uh. The Boston Pecs. Yeah, the Boston Pecs, which I'm assuming it's kind of like a Vanderbilt, Hilton mm-hmm. type. Well, it's kind of like old money, I guess, is what it is. Yes. Uber rich. And yeah. he's actually the heir to the throne kind of thing. And um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to check a fact before I bring it up because I'm not sure if it's 
season two or season three, so I don't want to throw things um, off. The birthday party was cute, though, as I, as I go through this. Um, oh, gosh, what was I saying? I'm so horrible at this. Yeah, oh, yeah, so the Boston packs there, and they, um, because there's a, they accidentally order too many books. She That's does hilarious. Just, Jess orders a thousand books instead of a hundred, and she's like freaking out because Bree's gonna kill her. And we find out later on that David paid like ten thousand dollars, paid for them, and donated them to the school. And he announces that he has to go home for a while. And as they're interviewing somebody, and this is hysterical when she's finding it, when she's realizing how much work he does, and like she doesn't pay him. And it <laughs> dawns on her, like, how the hell does this man live? You know, and that's when he says it. And the guy that they're interviewing is even like, oh, my God, you're like royal. <laughs> that was really funny. He was like, you don't pay them. You don't pay. Yeah, that was that was like one of the best. I think that was a moment where she realized. He buys his own food. <laughs> yeah, like, um, but he realizes like, uh, what's going on there? I mean, I guess the inn must be making enough money to break even, because I don't see her dad giving her any money, but I don't know. And then they had the whole incident with the travel writer that they didn't know was a travel writer. That, that was, was funny. funny. That was funny, because they were driving them nuts, and then she didn't want to read it, but it turned out to be... Oh, when he... I, I, I did have to give her credit when he was like, I ran the credit card. She's like, he's a thief. He's a this. He's he didn't go through. <laughs> that's you know he's like now she stiffed me you know that was a funny scene I, they do have some cute scenes together but even as I'm getting further in and the the storyline I was thinking of it actually happens in season three so I won't bring it up yet it doesn't do for me it doesn't do her any favors I have yet even watching her last night I'm like oh yeah I'm not gonna like <laughs> I'm not gonna like her at all I feel like Brie had a pretty good um, growth this season. I didn't really feel like I connected with her the first season, but in the second season, I really, really liked her a lot. Um, Let me just say this, and I want you to expand on that. In the first season, she was definitely the throwaway sibling. Yeah. She was there. You were like, why do we have her? You know, she was like um, Ben on the Waltons. Like, okay, why why is he here? We don't really think. I'm old, yes, the Waltons. You know, the scene with her, you know, she doesn't really know what she wants to do. So she goes and decides to do this play that's hers. And then her ex wants to rewrite it completely. Mm -hmm. And then she takes her play back and pretty much sticks it to him. And I love that part. (laughs) That was great. When she had them act out like her, her grand, you know, telling them to go shove it. Oh, and when when she has them act out like her rewrite that says basically this is a big F you to him yes. and then when they take back his grant I was like girl yes oh, I was so so happy and then she buys the bookstore which I love mm-hmm. um, but then this Simon and the, yes Simon I don't know why he, he goes away doesn't he he doesn't come back yes he does spoiler he does I have more to say about. I'm gonna say that's I one thing. I love him. Oh my god, I love Simon. So if my friend Kimmy is listening, she will tell you. Of course, you love Simon because she has anybody with an accent. That's true, especially a British accent. I love, and part of what I want to say about Simon, I have to table till we get to season three. 
I'll make a note of it. Um, I loved him. I thought he was adorable and hysterical. And just like some of the scenes where he's interacting with them and he's like, what the hell have I got myself? <laughs> myself. Yeah, but I love him. <laughs> I love him. I love Simon. So I he thought she had a really, really, really good... Um... I love that he just showed up. After that disastrous act asking of him to... Uh, <laughs> to yeah. She, Brie kind of reminds me of myself. Because, mm-hmm. like, she has a tendency to say things. And she doesn't mean to hurt, but sometimes, like, the way she says it. Yeah. Right. Know, it kind of backfires a little bit. So she doesn't mean that he sold out. She doesn't mean to say that he sold out. Like, but she's, she's like, she's like, she called me a hack. (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, she did, but it's just like, she kind of is like truthful to almost like hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't mean to be. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. She's honest. Mm-hmm. I'm brutally honest at times, so I un- I understand that. Another funny scene with Jess, though, which also goes back to us saying that, you know, they really, and this was kind of a time where they didn't, but, you know, you said it best, where they enable her, is when she just, after the kiss, non-kiss, or before the kiss, no, before the kiss, um, she decides to make chicken palm, and she's, like, practically burning the house down, so David... Basically, you know, he does it. And she invites them all, but none of them, you know, show up. And which, of course, you know, she's upset with them for. But I think was the proper thing for. Everybody has a life. Everybody has, you know, things to do. But that was a cute scene, too, like, where she's, like, freaking out. But still wasn't enough <laughs> to, to redeem to, to redeem herself for me. Yeah, it's pretty funny. We also did get to see Abby trying to um, relax more this season. Well, you had the whole camping thing, mm-hmm. which, if anybody that knows me knows that I am, like, uh, I have to have the internet. And, and I can't sleep in the I would not be a good camper. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be hot. I don't like to be dirty, <laughs> sweaty. I don't, I, you know, so her, like, looking at her phone going, I don't have a signal. That's how I would be. Like, I'm out of here in the middle of nowhere. You've got me in the middle of the woods. This is not a good, <laughs> good thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, you know, and her trying to, she does end up liking it, but, yeah, she did try to, try to relax, but then she ended up getting that promotion. hmm And, um. Which had her work more. And then you had. Was it the road? What did they call? What is the um, traces? The bridge. The bridge. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff there, too, with trying to get it open. And which actually he had to go to Mick for help with one of the um, permits, which actually ended up. Leading to Megan, Megan, what's the mother's name? Meg, Megan getting her job. Yes, the mom. 
And um, the mom buys a house and comes comes back. Doesn't tell mm-hmm. anybody. <laughs> and, Which um, goes over so well. Yeah, and that was a good point where they said to Jess, you know, it's time you, you know, let it, you know, let it go. Let's leave the past in the the past because I think we started it before they had the. She was set off by the videos. She was set off by everything. The mother breeds, and you know she was she was set off. I'm trying to think of the other things. You had the whole story of the grandma with the picture. Grandma with the picture. I think that must have been who gave her the ring in the first season. Yeah, her first love. Her first love. Um. Kind of not telling us. She finally told. Was it Maggie? And I kind of thought it was kind of funny because the first season you had like the Fourth of July, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was a festival. The second season it starts with like the whole lantern festival thing, which I thought that was a really good story. I like the whole, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I did start the third season, but in the third season it's the oyster festival. <laughs> Right, and then you also have the alt walk in the second season, and then yeah, they definitely have their themes of <laughs> trying to to trying to save things or the stuff that's due in the town, and um, and whatnot. I'm trying to. Anything else you can think of? Yeah, I'm just trying to look at one thing. Sorry, if you hear breathing, it's my husky. He's decided he wants love. No, oh, my baby is on the floor. Like, girl, shut up so I get up on the bed with me. Because I've moved. He doesn't like when I sit a certain way. This I is know. definitely, I think this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Yeah, no, it is because, I mean, it's hard to talk about Trace and Abby, you know, in depth because I guess we keep saying that they, you know, they are no longer, he, he's not, he's not there. And the, the bulk of the time he was in Nashville, which led to them having sort of not conflict, but you know, situations to, you know, to work through. And a lot of the Trace stuff this season didn't have to do with Abby. It had to do with the band. The band. And then um, John and Lee pushing for, then, you know, he wanted, he didn't want to get rid of Lee. And then that battle with Mark Hall and they had to restart, they had to start writing again because he owned the masters. And then of course, at the end, the guy gave everything back to them and they were going to work with him. So that was a nice, you know, storyline arc. And I like that John came back to the, came back to the band. Yeah, but then they held that whole party and destroyed um, destroyed the the business. They brought a whole, invited a whole bunch of people over. I guess when it wasn't open. But I'm looking forward to this. Well, I'm sorry, folks. We had some technical difficulties, and Liz apparently is clueless about how to fix <laughs> get back in the call. Um, so I'm just going to finish it up for us. Um, 
I think we covered just about everything. And um, our next episode, we'll be going over um, reviewing. Give me just a second. We'll be reviewing Taking the Reins and uh, ben, Rise and Shine of Benedict Stone. And um, we'll be just doing some news and everything. And um, if you don't know, I'm Amber Teasley. And then we have Liz. Uh, you can reach me at, at Amber Teasley1 on Twitter. And Liz's handle is... I think it's Lizzie P224. Um, Liz rated this season of Chesapeake Shores as a seven and a half. I would probably give it about a six. There was a couple of things I didn't like about it. And once again, this is Amber and Liz on Home is Where Hallmark is on Chairshot Radio via Chairshot.com. We would like to say always use your head, but apparently ours isn't working tonight because we could not get the call back. <laughs> um, and you just have me and you'll have to forgive me because I'm not the best at uh, doing this for very long. Um, but like I said, we'll be back again for episode five. We'll review in Taking the Rings and uh, Rise and Shine of Benedict Stone. And um, that's it, you guys. Um, hope everybody has a good time and we'll be here and hopefully both of us will be on the call <laughs> for the full length next time. Thank you. Goodbye.